Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Just Gordy. Gordy. Can I bother you for a second? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks here on the Brownly Dumb Show. Before we get the show started, we'd like to let you know that the Brownly Dumb Show is brought to you by Manscaped. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. Folks, using promo code BROBIBLE, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E, get 20% off and free shipping on your Manscaped order today. Enjoy. That is promo code BROBIBLE, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E, 20% off. Thanks to Big Game Bob. Folks, enjoy the goddamn show. All right, folks, coming to you live here on the Brilliantly Dumb Show, sitting here, episode 59. I'm Big Game Bob. You know this dance by now. Coming to you on your local airwaves, however you're listening, why ever you're listening, we're just happy you are listening. I say we're, because behind the glass and in front of the mic today, we got the one and only Grace Ibrahim. Grace, how are we doing today? Good. We're back. Yeah, we are back. We're ready to rock and roll. I think we got a nice little action-packed episode ahead, do we not? We do. Okay, start us off on our sports bit here, Grace. All right, so some NBA news this month. So I'm going to read you a little snippet from an article from The Hill. It said, last month, the NBA suspended the remainder of its season, which usually concludes in April, indicated that games may not return until June with playoffs stretching to possibly August. At the time, the league asked teams and supporting organizations to consider plans for alternate venues for games in the hopes of avoiding the spectacle of games being performed in empty arenas due to the fear of coronavirus says, quote, for now, there's a working plan that games would return without fans and teams have been told to search out arena dates well into August for the playoffs. League sources told ESPN in March. Teams have been directed to give the league office potential dates at smaller nearby game venues, including team practice facilities that could spare the use of empty cavernous arenas and possibly provide backdrops to unique television viewing lines. So the potential venue that they want to do it at is actually Disney World in Florida. So that's the latest news. I mean, look, crazy. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Things just, they don't even seem real anymore. It is, I, it I is mean, a little weird. You know what? I respect them doing it. Of course, bring us sports by any means. You know, you saw, did you see the Dana White thing wanting to do the UFC? Yeah, so on that's the like the UFC fight island. That's going to be crazy. And he's seriously considering this. Yeah, I, I mean, look, and again, I'm not knocking them. You got to get it played somewhere, but it's just amazing that this is what it's come to. I mean, can you imagine the NBA Finals at Disney World? I know. You know all the shit that comes into my mind of the NBA Finals going to – I mean, seriously, who's got home court advantage in this? I, I guess you got to consider who's ever got the best imagination. Yeah. You don't really know. How do you divvy up the tickets? Do, do, do season ticket holders at Disney World now get rights to, to get these tickets? People who have flash passes, do they get into the stadium sooner and have first rights <laughs> to go see the NBA Finals? I mean, it's just another thing that all the different situations and circumstances just running through my mind. You know, you, you imagine Pinocchio out there scalping tickets? It's like... <laughs> Pinocchio, how did I get these courtside tickets for $20? His nose just gets longer. 
It's just going to be – it's going to be a to- – is Mickey the usher? Is he going to escort you to your seats down to the stadium? Hey, Mickey, thanks for showing us to the seats. By the way, just for getting out of the stadium here, uh, should I take US-1 to Santa Monica Boulevard? <laughs> I've, it, just, just, just an absolute shit show, and I, I hope it gets done. This would definitely be one for the ages, right? Could you imagine Kawhi Leonard? Winning the NBA Finals. Disney tries to, hey, uh, Kawhi, you just won the NBA Finals. Where are you headed to next? Uh, I mean, I would go to Disney World, but I've been here for the past week. So (laughs) to be quite frank with you, I'm a little tired of it. Where is he going to go? It's like, Kawhi, can you uh, run that again? We want you to be a little more uh, positive. Kawhi Leonard, you just won the NBA Finals. Where are you going to? Uh, You know, I'm probably going to leave the stadium and just stay in Disney World. Just, just an absolute shit show going on. But look, you, you gotta, you gotta work with with what you've been given, with the cards you've been dealt. Am I wrong here, Grace? No, you're right. Actually, I read in another article that they were like, we're gonna open up all the facilities to them to uh, basically get over the boredom. So imagine you get the whole, like, you get all of Disney World to <laughs> NBA players just wandering Disney. Like, imagine LeBron going through It's a Small World and just like riding through every. LeBron comes rolling into the stadium on the Death Star. He took the Star <laughs> Wars ride just right onto the court into the stadium. You imagine the circus you could get behind that thing? Darth Vader singing the national anthem. I fuck it, why not? I mean, it, it's got to be just an absolute. I I would love to see that happen. That would be unlike anything that we've ever seen, w- without question. I mean, e- even think walking into the stadium when you're watching it on TV, you might see a couple Mickey ears in the stadium. You think, fuck it, why not? You know, you're on the way into the stadium. Might as well get a souvenir. True. People are drinking their beers out of out of Disneyland's, you know, souvenir cups. What a fucking circus, folks. Anyway, to keep this circus rolling right along, we're going to go ahead and keep this moving on. I got to tell you, you know who I'm actually very happy for are firefighters and police officers. Not, I mean, maybe more so police officers, but there's really not a whole lot going on, you would think, right now in the police department. I mean, granted, I'm in Beverly Hills, so things are definitely a little bit different. There really isn't much to do in Beverly Hills as is. Every now and then, a homeless guy from Hollywood escapes and decides to go for a bit of a walk and finds his way in Beverly Hills. They got to send him back to Hollywood. But, I mean, there's not too much going on. So there's only a couple cops you ever see in Beverly Hills. I keep seeing the same one. This guy is just having a ball. Uh, and I mean, good for him. With, with all the shit that these guys deal with day in, day out, they could kind of finally take a breather. This officer, I always know his name because I see him around Beverly Hills all the time. I mean, you used to call the operator and it would still be a very nonchalant Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills Police Department, <laughs> this is Sarah. Now, it's, it, it's, it's even more so than what they had before. Beverly Hills Police Department, how may we assist you? It's like, geez, sorry to bother you guys. I apologize. <laughs> You're on the phone with the operator. Yeah, operator, I got a little bit of a – give me one moment. I got a call on the other line. I'll give you a call right back. Stay right there. But the, I see this officer, Stevens, all, all around Beverly Hills, and he's such a nice guy. I see him every time I go to Starbucks. I see him. I see him on the road. I pull up to him at a red light the other day. My man is absolutely just big chilling. (laughs) 
Not a worry in the world. They hear the radio going on. He's got the Eagles playing. The windows are down. Sunroof's wide open. Well, I'm a running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on. Officer Stevens. Officer Stevens, we have a suspected burglar. Four that want to hold me. Two that want to sell me. Three because they're a friend. Stevens could care less. He has no idea that the operator's trying to get a hold of him. Take it easy. Take it easy. Just Stevens, just living the lavish life. It's like he's just going to randomly pull me over, come to the side of my door. Uh, hi, Officer Stevens. How are you? Do you, uh, you see Tiger King lately? <laughs> I, no, Officer. I, I haven't got to Tiger King. Have you? Yeah, I got to tell you. That Joe Exotic, what a crazy son of a bitch. Yeah, you know what, officer? I've heard some pretty crazy things. I guess I got to go uh, catch it. Hopefully, I'm not driving to home with a uh, $150 ticket right now. No, 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 no. I just wanted to see if you, you know, you've seen Tiger King. Really, just a, a pretty crazy show. By the way, you almost ran that red light. Yeah, you know, officer, just barely. I just, <laughs> Thank God I got it, you know. Yeah, I know. Close call there. All right, well, have a good one. Okay, officer Stevens, you take care now. Thanks for stopping by. This guy's on Postmates, too, so he's half a police officer, and now he's just picking up Postmates orders now, too. You might as well. Not a whole lot else going. Hey, by the way, uh, I got that McDonald's for you. I happen to be in the area, so here you go. You got the number one. I don't know if they put the condiments in there. Well, thank you very much, officer. I appreciate that. Same uh, same time tomorrow, Steven? Sure thing. You're in the middle of the conversation with Stevens. You just hear on his walkie-talkie. B-45, does the Santa Monica Police Department, anybody got B-45? No, how about G-10? That's G-10. Any bingos out there? <laughs> so, you know, I, I just, I, I'm happy on a lighter note that, that these guys finally get to take a little bit of a breather. It's not just the NBA players, MLB players taking a breather. It's your local police department, too, for the most part. That's true. Grace, you see the – I mean, there's even firefighters right now on TikTok. Yeah, I do see that, actually. Yeah, these guys are walking through houses, just bouncing around, doing TikTok dances just on social media. Yeah, you know, I feel like Beverly Hills in general and Beverly Hills Police Department is just a whole different world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, <laughs> you got to see Officer Stevens. This guy's a ball buster. I, the cops around here are great. What, are you going to arrest somebody on Rodeo Drive? Go take a look and see how many arrests you have on Rodeo Drive per year. I mean, the only arrest they're having for Rodeo Drive is an Ocean Eleven type shit, and that's going to involve the <laughs> FBI. That's not going to involve the Beverly Hills Police Department. Beverly Hills Police Department, this is Sarah. How may I assist you? Yeah, different world, Grace, different world, different times. Any who, moving on. Oh, shit, hang right there, folks. So sorry to interrupt. Just want to interrupt to let you know that the Brilliant Dumb Show is brought to you by Manscaped. The flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to mow your lawn. Thanks to Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. They have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. Precision engineered tools for your family jewels cannot beat that, cannot underestimate the importance of taking care of those things downstairs. Folks, you can get 20% off. That's 20% off using promo code BROBIBLE, B-R-O. B-I-B, 
L-E for 20% off and free shipping of your next Manscaped order today. Folks, enjoy the rest of the show. Enjoy your properly cleaned nut sacks. Hey, Grace, you know what I want to do? We got to discuss it. Read that Bezos article. You know, I thought that I was pretty bored <laughs> in quarantine. Tell the folks what Jeff Bezos is up to. So Jeff Bezos is building a 10,000-year clock inside a mountain, essentially. All right, so engineers and contractors are building a massive multi-room clock inside a mountain in West Texas, a clock that will tell time for the next 10,000 years. There are a lot of surprises in the story of, of the clock of the long now. It's the brainchild of Danny Hillis, a computer scientist and entrepreneur her entrepreneur who first imagined the 10,000 year clock in 1986. Now he's a visiting professor at MIT Media Lab with a reputation for building supercomputers, dinosaur robots, Disney theme park rides. Uh, speaking oh. of Disney, actually, he's exactly the kind of guy who decides he wants to build a huge eon clock in a mountain. And then listen to this. So how does the clock work? It's a big engineering challenge. So the, the clock is designed to tick just once a year and chime once per millennium. I mean, with how big that thing is, every single time it clicks, it's going to cause an earthquake. It literally is going to cause California. an earthquake. Absolutely. If it ticked throughout the day, we would have 55 hurricanes in one day. <laughs> 25 earthquakes and 15 tornadoes, all thanks to Jeff Bezos' clock. I mean... I think the good news out of this all is if Disney doesn't work out for the NBA finals, you might be able to play on top of Jeff Bezos' clock. True, in the mountains. That's another thing. Leave it to Jeff Bezos to find a mountain in Texas. Who would have known that in West Texas there's mountains? And Why West Texas? I don't know. I mean, look, most people are a couple grand away from buying a used Honda Accord. Jeff Bezos <laughs> decides to just splash $42 million on a new clock. Can you imagine the salesman that sold him that clock? Is that You got to figure that that has to do with real estate. You got to think the salesman's getting a little bit of a commission on that. Right. Oh, shit. There goes the guy that just sold Bezos' clock. Never works another day in his life because he sold Jeff Bezos a thing that ticks. <laughs> This, this Jeff Bezos, this, this, this guy, he, he's tough to figure. He really, we know our coronavirus vaccine is not coming from the state of Texas because half the state of Texas is currently working on Jeff Bezos' clock. How do these guys get to work every day, Grace? Well, okay, you want to know something else? So it there's says, more? yeah, there's more. If you want to visit the clock, so this is quote from the article, visiting the clock will take a commitment. The nearest airport is several hours away by car, and the foot trail to the clock is rugged, rising almost 2,000 feet above the valley floor. And do you realize how many people they have working on this in the pictures and all? Yeah, a lot. I mean, you have no excuse to show up late to work besides the fact that you're going up a mountain. But if you do show up late, there's going to be a 500 by 350 foot clock staring right at your face, letting you know that you're late. Think about all the things, the, the, the checklist that you need to go through till, till you find out, yep, I'm, I'm in the market for a clock. I mean, you have any things you have to go through? Groceries, shopping, apartment, all that stuff to where you finally go down the line and it's time to splurge on a clock. I, I think that's called having fuck you money, you know? I don't get it. 
I mean, it, it's a big fuck you to the workers that have to drive up there. They're losing about two to three tanks of gas every single time just going up his mountain. I hope he takes care of their gas. <laughs> They're, they're not. I don't think they actually can drive all the way. I think you gotta like climb at a certain point with your tools. Well, any tools they needed, he could just Amazon Prime it right on up the mountain. <laughs> the next thing you know, he's good to go. Uh, this guy is uh, no regard for being in a pandemic right now. This no. guy has half the state of Texas working on this thing. Actually, so the end of the article says that the remote location is so the clock can be built on Bezos's own land. It's his own land. So he's just, he's building a clock for himself. He came to the hotel that I was working out. Oh, really? And we had no idea he was coming. We just knew it was somebody special. I'm on the driveway outside and it's my responsibility, you know, to get any door that's unattended to out there in valet. I didn't know it was Bezos' car. I pull around to the side of the door to go open it. His yeah. security guard in the front seat hops right out and stiff arms me about 20 <laughs> feet back and walks out Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I told the guy, look, I, I mean, I'm not dying to get to Jeff Bezos. It's not <laughs> right. like you know, Barack Obama's coming out of the. You should have seen the way. It kind of knocked the wind out of me a little bit, too. <laughs> So when he was coming out for the vent, I stayed as far away from his car as you can imagine. I mean, who does this guy think he is that I need to get stiff-armed like that? I mean, I guess it's the same guy that's building the $42 million clock. What do I know? Anywho, I do know we got to keep moving on. Well, get a look at that, Grace Ibrahim. Call me crazy, but I believe it is indeed that time for everybody's favorite segment of the show. Show here, Grace, you know the drill. If we could trouble you just for a little bit of a drum yep. roll. It's the Ass segment. I tell you fine folks, week after week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday, send those questions on into the DM. Ask your question for Big Game Bob. Submit your question to be featured on the Ask Bob segment. Grace Ibrahim, take it away here. All right, so first questions coming from Jason Nukin. New can from Manhattan Beach, California. He says, Bob, what did you think of Roger Godell's NFL draft performance? You know, I I, I did a couple videos for this on on Instagram and and TikTok. You talk about a guy who had just folded like a cheap suit after the first round. Look, I, I think Roger Goodell was clearly tired. I mean, he this man was just checked out and I feel bad, Nukan, for, for anybody after the first round because after the first round, he checked out. I mean, he was just lying down on the sofa. It was like a scene. I mean, he looked like Mr. Rogers up there. He really did. His junk was just hanging in the camera. He was lounging on his couch. So if you're anything after a first round there, it was really just a big fuck you pretty much, to be honest with you. You get drafted, and you had to be the first thing you see when you get drafted. Welcome to the NFL, kid. Here's the thing of Roger Goodell's junk just sticking in the camera there. And, I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy who, who I think he wants an extra game in the regular season. Meanwhile, you, you want to make these guys – play on Thursday night football for ratings you can't even stand up for a couple rounds straight Goodell just checked out on us but look he uh you know he definitely played the hip card it was interesting to see everybody kind of in their living rooms and and whatnot it was different but 
Roger, you, you got to be able to tough it out and stand up for a couple rounds. Sit in the commercial if you have to. What do we got next, Grace? All right. Next is Josh Kendall from Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, that, Norm- this could be our first one from Oklahoma, no? Yeah, I, I think so. First one from, from Norman, for sure. Yeah, that's for damn sure. <laughs> Says, Bob, loved your interview with Taffer. Would you put him on your Mount Rushmore of celebrity chefs? That's a good question. That's a phenomenal question, and that's why that type of question gets featured on the Ask Bob segment because mm-hmm. I got news for you. Out of Norman, Oklahoma, that's a phenomenal question. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I, I would give you my top five. This one's off the cuff. I couldn't plan for this one. But if I could go off the – Mount Rushmore's four, Grace, or five? I think Mount Rushmore's four, but I'll give five because I got to throw a fifth one in there. I think Martha Stewart will get the nod in the five seed for me. Uh, tip, Just a tip of the cap for the way Martha Stewart resurrected her career after serving time in jail. I mean, she really bounced back well. It's not like she got out of prison – you know, and just went back to the, oh, you know, I'm a host on the Food Network, all, you know, blue collar by the book. Martha did a totally different style, linked up with Snoop Dogg, which I thought was a huge collaboration, and it's pulled off ever since. I mean, she's still doing it. Grace, you like Martha Stewart? I love Martha Stewart, and I love Martha Stewart with Snoop Dogg. I think that it's makes it best. even better. Yeah. The point, I, I think Martha Stewart, I don't think jail anymore. I, I think Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg and having Snoop a good Dogg. time. Yeah. So really resurrected their career. Four. Four, I think I would go to Ramsey. I'd All go right. to Gordon Ramsey because he's the only guy that could get 25 million views just for scrambling an egg. And out of the 25 million, I, I think I'm about 500,000 of those views. I, I, I could watch that guy do anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe I get suckered in for the, the English accent. Could be. It, an English accent makes everything so soothing, especially in a kitchen. That's true. You know, it's just, it, it just a total game changer. So, you know, maybe I'm suckered in for it, but so be it. I got Gordon Ramsay at four. Number three, somebody we forgot about but shouldn't have forgot about, I would give to Rachel Ray. Oh, wow. Throwback. You probably, you probably didn't see that coming, did you, Grace? No, I didn't, actually. Here's, here's the thing about Rachel Ray. I, again, she has really flown under the radar for mm-hmm. years now. Um. What I like about Rachel is she hasn't changed her kitchen throughout the years. Her episodes are always in that kind of antique type kitchen, and I think she sticks to her roots. Another thing, I've always had a thing for Rachel Ray, uh, Grace. That's interesting to know, Rob. Thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah, look, I wanted to throw (laughs) that in there because some years, you know, it looked like she was losing it, but I always stuck with her, um, you know, and then she would bring it right back. And next thing you know, I've always liked her. Yeah, I, I, I got to – from from both ends, I, I really, really am a big Rachel Ray guy. You didn't see that coming in the three-hole, though. Dude. <laughs> no, not at all. Pleasantly surprised there. Yeah, and you know what? I, I think a lot of the true Food Network people and the ladies out there will really respect me going for that. Um, number two, you know, I, I'm debating to, between these two guys and – you know, you're looking at a friend of the pod and John Taffer. So I, I hate to not give him the nod at one, but Grace Ibrahim, I can't give John Taffer the nod at one. What I can do is give him the nod at two. 
Nobody okay. gets me more excited than John Taffer. I think of all the shows on the Food Network, I, I truly think John Taffer's Bar Rescue is one of the best out there, and that's been for several years right now. The guy's an absolute electric factory. Nobody gets the adrenaline pumping quite like John Taffer, and may I say, a confirmed pre- friend of the pod and John Taffer, which is always nice. But the reason we can't give him the number one spot is why, Grace? Who am I going to put? Who is Big Game Bob going to put at number one? Tell us. Who would you guess, Grace? Number one? Number one. Somebody so good, somebody so good that a guy like John Taffer doesn't get the nod over him. Who? Alive or dead? Phenomenal follow-up question, Miss. Does that matter? Sure, it does. Absolutely, that's a very phenomenal. Alive. Alive. So Martha Stewart gone, Gordon Ramsay gone, Gone. Rachel Ray gone, Gone. Jen Taffer gone. Who fills that one seed, Grace Ibrahim? The guy with the crazy hair. You know who I'm talking about? You know what? If if this is the guy, I'm going to be a little (laughs) upset that that (laughs) you announced him as the guy with crazy hair. A lot of hints out there, too. What's his name? What's his name? A lot of hints out there. A lot of hints? Yep. If the viewers and the the listeners, 90% of them that know where I'm going with this, are seeing why you you should have nailed it. Because you might have already said it, Grace. Which one? Who's the guy with the crazy hair? That guy is Guy. We are going Yes, Guy. Yes. (laughs) Is that how Guy gets introduced? Yes. I mean, that is... That is really terrible. And you know what? Thank God Guy's not a friend of the pod because if Guy Fietti's listening, I I would feel so bad for the guy with the crazy – yes, he's had that crazy hair since about 1991, Grazy. I know, but that's just all I associate him with. I got news for you. I have been a local of Flavortown for absolute years right now. He continues to deliver a consistent – good product there's never been a time in my life where i'm watching triple d and i'm not in a good headspace you know things are just right in my life when that guy with the crazy hair guy (laughs) is on the big screen grace ibrahim we have got to be better with that for you followers out there to rip grace ibrahim into shreds for that if you want to go overhead and uh, dm her her instagram great grace what's the instagram that the guy fietti lovers can respond to you at the grace effect come at me isn't there, an under, isn't there an underscore in that there's a lot of underscores in that where's the underscore you got to let them know because they have every right to have at it underscore the underscore grace underscore effect underscore well, Folks, if you can figure it out, let her have it. Guy, the guy with the crazy hair just cannot oh, happen. Man. Hate to end the Brilliantly Dumb Show episode 59 on such a low note. However, Grace Ibrahim, any last words before we see the people on? Oh, I, I, don't, th- I don't think I can say anymore. <laughs> Folks, that is a wrap. I'm Big Game Bob. That's Grace Ibrahim behind the glass on the ones and twos. We will see you Tuesday. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second?